Hi, I'm Chloe Canning. Ruminate Leadership acknowledges the traditional custodians on the land which we recall this podcast, the Terrible and Yagara people. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Lead with Courage, the podcast that celebrates the bold and inspiring stories of leaders making a difference. We're your hosts, Andy and Cherie Canning, and together we'll dive into the minds of the trailblazers, the risk takers, and those who embrace life with a growth mindset. Welcome back to the Lead with Courage podcast. You've got Andy here today and you've got beautiful wife and co-host in front of me, Cherie, as well, Shez. We're here today to talk about something really, really important. One of the most important days of the year, I believe, and I know you believe it too. Mm-hmm. Are Absolutely. you okay day? Yeah. And today is Are You Okay Day. And whilst we uh, haven't got another guest and isn't our scheduled Tuesday drop, we thought it was important to come on and just have a quick conversation about the importance of today, the relevance of it, and just to be part of the conversation, really. I couldn't agree more. And it is such an important conversation to have. Well, let me ask you, are you okay? I am okay. I'm hovering on okay. Um, I think I'm somewhere between pretty good and okay. Um, Maybe okay being at the lower index and and pretty good being at the higher index and I sort of fluctuate between there. I think we've had, um, obviously we had a massive conference a couple of weeks ago and and we've had um, some other things kind of floating around as well in our lives and and I think it's probably had more of an impact on me than I probably gave it credit for. I, I listened back to one of the episodes we recorded um recently the other day, which actually hasn't been published yet with the LSKD founder, Jason Daniel, mm. and he talked about when he runs a marathon and he recently um, did the Gold Coast Marathon. But then afterwards, his his body almost and his mind is in a bit of a state of shock. He's like run so fast and he's he's trained so much to reach that goal and to get to that point where it's, it was all he was focusing on. At the end, he talked about how just normal it is to feel a bit flat and mm. and to feel kind of not all there if you like in terms of gearing up and and having the um the motivation to kind of start training again straight away and I feel like that in a different way from the conference that we've had and now that that version of the sprint is over to sit there and kind of go back to the normalness of things and the intensity isn't there and then I'm I'm left kind of feeling a bit exhausted at, at yeah. the end of it and and finding it trickier I guess to feel um, resilient to feel that natural sort of get up and go that I that I well I feel like comes naturally to some and maybe not always naturally to me but I feel like I have a decent toolkit in order to get there but even those tools sometimes aren't working as effectively as I would have hoped. Mm. Well I don't know if you and I even realised we'd we'd have that chat before uh, before we jumped on here so thank you for sharing. Maybe um just thinking about you right now, what in the toolkit do you need to reactivate or have some more intensity around for that resilience toolkit for you? Oh, I feel like there's a decent, um, I guess, welling up of emotion um, mm. at, at the moment. I don't have a huge outlet for it. I went for a run the other day and I felt so exhausted at the end of the run. I didn't normally a run or exercise or or intense exercise kind of gets me to a point where I'm sweating. It sort of feels like it it then opens me up. It gives me like 20% more 
energy for the day. It feels like I'm, I'm taking, almost have this visualization exercise where I've pictured the blood that goes through my veins. And when I exercise intensely, it's like it renews. It's like having mm. a, a blood transfer. Mm. blood transfusion um, like our daughter had in, in hospital. And and that that's what I picture what it's like for me. But I noticed the other day it kind of went the opposite where afterwards I felt so cooked and then really struggled again for the rest of the day. And then that sort of showed me that something isn't quite right there. Um, similarly, I even, you know, took uh, took took an hour or so late yesterday to, to go to the, to the driving range and hit a few balls and – even happy place. It, my happy yeah. place, which is normally like I go there and I'm just in the moment and nothing else matters and I just chew through some podcasts and I absolutely or, or a, an audio book or some music and I love it. And yesterday I was not loving it at all. I was like, oh, I just don't really want to be here. I don't really know what I want to do. And so then I sort of packed up and went to my normal, went about my normal business, if you like. But then, yeah, just there's something just a little off. Um, mm. at, at the moment and I know it'll come good. I, I've been through this before and I think um, on Are You Okay, Dane, if I reflect on mental health first aid, the the course and accreditation that I had the opportunity to, to sit in one of the courses that we offer about 18 months ago and I sat there and that when we went through different things like anxiety and depression and I had a look at all those things and I thought, yeah, I've, I've – been there, I probably battle with anxiety for a decent chunk of my life, and depression mm. is has been something for me that certainly came thick and fast through my teenage years. That was tricky to navigate through, really, really tricky, and I probably didn't really feel free of it until I was in my early twenties. And even then, when there's different stresses in life right now, I've noticed that it kind of triggers back to a bit of a below the line state for me, where I, where yeah, I feel anxious and I, I feel depressed and I struggle to see the good things and mm. the flowers don't smell as nice and the birds don't sing as loudly and and then it just sort of sits there and it just all feels like a little bit sad um, and and that's probably a little of how I've been feeling uh, I guess over the last ten days or so um, and further to your point. I didn't know that I'd go here either today because I thought we were going to talk about something else, but it's cathartic to actually sit there and talk it out even if it is to a big hairy microphone and hmm. and uh, my wife sitting across from me. What about for you, Shez? Are you okay? Yeah, I am. I'm tired. I feel really tired. So I feel I'm, I'm looking forward to having a break. We've got a week off next week, so that'll be good. And listening to you say where, you, where you've been feeling, I'm like, yeah, I feel, I feel quite tired. Um, I had a moment yesterday and the day before, I reckon I had some of those moments where you're like, oh, that's not working or that's a challenge or another roadblock and not anything major, but it was just lots of little ones and I was like, oh, no, you know, just had that build up of almost not again um, and lots of little things in, in work, outside of work and just energy-wise, like, oh, it felt hard. And then the next day it was really interesting because I woke up and said to myself, okay, what are you going to notice? Because I could keep noticing those things or what am I going to notice? And and I'm not saying like just sprinkle the magic positivity fairy dust around, but I really then just was a concerted effort of how do I need to show up today? And I was running a workshop. So I think what I took away was the energy of being with people um, and the energy of being with people who are wanting to learn and like having just really 
positive vibe for one another. So that just instantly lifts for me. Uh, and then I was just noticing like the little messages and the had a few wins and I'm like, mm, I wonder, is it chicken or the egg sometimes, you know, with what you what you notice and what you put your focus on, then that grows. Uh, but, I mean, that doesn't necessarily make it all f- smooth sailing. I'm still feeling quite tired. So I'm looking forward to that break and just really – if I reflect on the last week or two as well, post ignite, there's that bit of that come down. So I think that build up was so intense, and we learnt from last year not to go on holidays the next day like we did last year. It was a bit insane; like there was no time to recover. So I, I definitely believe we built in that recovery, which I'm appreciative of. And at the same time, you know, just having earlier night sleep. Um, moving I remember saying to you the other day oh, I need to go out and move my body a little bit more and and taking some walks and with the family and so that, that's been nice and um, that's helping with the energy um, do you know though on a different note and and not deflecting here but like what I'm not okay with is when I look up about the stats and thinking about days like today like it says in here that 8.6 people take their lives every day in Australia 8.6, like almost nine people every single day die by suicide and and that I'm not okay with, you know. I'm not okay with people not feeling comfortable enough to say I'm not feeling great at the moment and, you know, I think about that, what we learned on mental health first aid about the mental health continuum. I don't know if you remember this but it's like from the green to the red and so if you think about it in four little blocks along a scale – or a continuum, being the green, feeling great, and that yellow, I'm probably in the yellow at the moment where you're just like getting a bit run down, feeling positive generally but just feeling like I've just that need that extra energy. Um, but then that orange, maybe that sounds like maybe what you've just described where it's in a slightly tougher space, not as a comparison but just talking about this continuum and then red if there's um, – you know, diagnose mental illness and wherever we are, we can go up and down on this continuum. And so often I think this is what we see in our workshops and talking to people in organisations, like so many people are so fearful to talk about it. And even when we say, well, are you okay? Actually listening to people's responses. I think that that's one of the um, the themes this year, isn't it? Like I'm here to hear when it talks about are you okay, I'm here to hear, like I'm here to listen to you. Yes. Tell me what you're saying and thinking and feeling and and I'm you're here to listen to me and I appreciate that and whoever is actually listening to us today um, for, for that. And I remember my dad, it was a real, a real moment for us. Um, we had someone express that they weren't in a good place and um, that their partner wasn't in a good place and was – talking about suicide, suicidal ideation. And I remember my dad, who is like one of the all-time nicest guys, but he was like, oh, what have they got to be depressed about? And I remember saying to him, and I hope he doesn't mind if he actually listens to this episode, but I remember looking to my dad and said, do you know, it's responses like that why people don't speak up because it was almost like the judgment of, well, you've got nothing to be sad about, so come on. Um, and on the surface level, maybe this person doesn't from what is perceived and what is seen, but that's the that's the challenge with mental health because it's what you don't see. It's not like a broken leg. It's not like a physical ailment. You can't see what's going under the surface of someone. So I remember kind of calling dad out on that and, um, and someone else actually in his soccer community 
um, in and around that time actually did die by suicide. And I think he had that moment where he went, you know what, I need to know more about this. And he went and did mental health first aid and then we went and did it. And now it's something that we really advocate for. And it's just such an important conversation because, you know, we might not be able to, like the paramedics, you know, when you ask someone what's going on, if they're okay, it's not our job to be the paramedic, like if someone has an accident, but it's our job as friends to create space or work colleagues to get people to the support they need and and find that support. And yeah, I, I just, I think today it's just an important, important reminder for us all to actually answer honestly. It'd be so much easier for us to both go, yeah, feeling great. Um, but that's that toxic positivity that just doesn't serve anybody. So I think owning it, speaking it out, and half the time when you can speak to the right people, it really helps us navigate what, what needs to happen next. So, yeah, I'm not okay with those stats and I think that's something that together we all just reduce that stigma of that talking about mental health isn't such a scary thing and together support one another. I know for me that if I'm not quite doing great, sometimes sometimes you just feel so alone. Mm. Um, and, and even your closest friends and your family who you love and, 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 you know, love you. It's like your cognitive brain says, of course they love you and you love them. That, that was just the way it was the other day. But then there might be another part of you, which is just like, well, no, like I don't want to verbalize it. How could they possibly understand I'm in this place? In fact, I think you yesterday sensed that I wasn't quite, wasn't quite bang on and you asked, well, how long, how long are you going to give yourself permission to sort of stay in that way? And it was a nice job for me. And I thought, oh, that's good. I'll, I'll remember that. I, w- I wasn't willing at that moment to commit <laughs> to a time frame. But, and, and I'm thinking like for, for others out there maybe who aren't, you know, doing great, what, is, what are some things they could do, do you think? And, and I can speak from my own experience. Um, but, you know, like I want to ask for you, you're, typically a ray of sunshine and, and really, really positive. And I know you go through your ups and downs just like all of us do, but what are some things that, that people can do if they're not feeling great? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take this from the experts as well. So this is not Sheree Canning's advice, but this is looking at, um, you know, where where are the experts saying we go as well? And I do think, you know, the you OK resources are brilliant and their first suggestion for that, maybe I'm not feeling so great, is what are you doing for self-care? And that's a little bit of what we've just discussed now. If that isn't enough, then we, I think, go into looking at getting support with um, mental health services, whether that's GPs, whether that's if you're in a business with an EAP service and and calling one of those hotlines. Um, There are crisis support lines. And I think sometimes even using those words can make it sound bigger. It's like kids going to, you know, a kid has a little accident and the the parents don't want to take them to the hospital because they're not like a massive emergency. And I think by saying crisis, it can turn people off sometimes. So it's more if you're not sure where to turn to and you need to speak to someone. I truly believe when we speak things out, we're closer to finding solutions. So that may then lead to um, hospitals, community mental health services, um, psychiatrists, psychologists, and gaining that professional support as well. Lifeline, Beyond Blue, they all do incredible things. Um, So making sure it starts with self-care, reach out to the people you can trust, and if needed, professional care. I think for those listening to this uh, from a 
workplace perspective, from an organisational perspective, you know, the question I would ask all leaders and all business owners, do your people know what to do if somebody does turn to them and express that they're not okay? And I think that's where the mental health first aid comes in. And, you know, that is such an important skill for people and it's such an important education for us to have. We know that in all workplaces and in a large organisation, you have to have a physical first aid accreditation for people in the workplace. The same could be said about mental health around the importance of it. And more and more organisations are looking to this, not just from a tick box exercise, but actually giving people the tools because, you know, we you never know when these conversations could actually help save somebody's life. So self-care, support around you and then professional services. And if you're interested in that mental health first aid in your workplace, please reach out to us. We'd love to connect and share some more information. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, and to be really clear, it's it's the care first, isn't it? Like mm. it is 100% care first. And, you know, it also just happens that we that we can offer that and, and we do it out of passion. You know, it's it's we absolutely do it out of passion. We choose the courses that we want to share with the world to help make the world a better place and, and elevate humans. And it's probably a good refresher for me that I probably need to invest in, into myself and, and maybe be kind to myself so um, I can kind of get back to that green space. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Andy. And thanks to everyone listening. And, you know, whilst you may realise this is a podcast going out to many we encourage you to come back in touch with us, DM us, email us, message us, like, are you okay? Because we do care. And, um, yeah, happy Are You Okay Day to everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Lead With Courage podcast. We illuminate leadership and it's our mission to inspire and grow the leaders of today to create a better tomorrow. We hope and trust that this episode has given you some insights and joy to empower you to live your biggest, best life. If you did enjoy the episode, we'd be so grateful for you to rate and share wherever you listen to this podcast. And until next time, go and lead with courage. Illuminate Leadership is not a licensed mental health service or a substitute for professional mental health advice, treatment or assessment. Any conversation in this podcast is general in nature. And if you're struggling, please see a healthcare professional or call Lifeline on 131114.